four at four. Hour number two of the drive underway. It's Fan Run Radio on the top four at four. Marcus Young is in with a look at what is going on today in your world of sports. Marcus, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. Hat number one, Tennessee baseball. Today, as they take on Alabama A&M once again, here at home in Knoxville, they will play on the SEC Network at 4.30, hoping to make it two wins. Is it SEC Network plus, or is it just? Yeah, it's plus. Right. Yeah. Subtle distinction. we got to keep that. There's some guy that's going to turn on SEC Network and see Paul Feinbaum's bald head in there and be like, where are the baseball balls? Touche. So, you gotta you got to use the internet machine, folks. SEC Network Plus at 4.30. Who's pitching? Do we know? That I do not. What am I paying you for, Marcus? Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, try, I'll, I'll figure it out here soon. Uh, number two, Titans have made some moves. I feel like maybe they listened to my segment. They've cut some of the fat to get under the salary cap as the Titans have released longtime left tackle Taylor Lewan. They've also released Robert Woods, wide receiver, inside linebacker Zach Cunningham, and kicker Randy Bullock. The Titans have been approximately $23.3 million over the salary cap before Wednesday's moves. By releasing Lewan, Woods, Cunningham, and Bullock, the Titans saved approximately $37.7 million against their cap. Any I'm surprises just, in there? Uh, one. I'm a little surprised that they cut Fat, Ray, uh, yeah. Fat Randy. I'm okay with that. He, he wasn't great. He was yeah. inconsistent. He was, you know, we, we had such bad kicking two years ago that, like, he came out there. He was good enough, but you still never felt, even on extra points, you were just like. No, yeah, ideally, you want to have one of those, you know, and there aren't many of them, but. So we're going to sign sign somebody, just find a guy, have an open competition to camp. I go for a younger guy. I mean, we haven't had a good kicker since Rob Baronis. Like, our kicking game has been I'm terrible. It's been terrible since him. So, you know, Bullock was 33. I, I, I could see plenty of guys from, hey, you know what? Why don't we go for a young young Tennessee kicker that we all know and love who can hit some mm. big-time kicks. Mm. McGrath. Yeah. Bloodbath McGrath. Love to see him in some two-tone blue. At number three, Florida co-defensive coordinator Patrick Tony along with their tight ends coach, Adam Rittenberg, are both leaving for the NFL. Same team as they both will be heading to the Arizona Cardinals. But Sunbelt Billy will have a replacement already as he's hired Alabama assistant Austin Armstrong. Austin Armstrong, the new defensive coordinator at Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, Armstrong was with the Raging Cajuns as the inside linebackers coach in 2020 when they finished 10-1. and He served as a defensive graduate assistant under Napier in 2018. Armstrong also worked on Kirby Smart's 2019 Georgia staff as a defensive quality control coach. This is his first coordinator gig at any level? Yes. Wow. Heck of a gamble there. I mean, it has to make you feel good that Florida wasn't great on defense anyway. They lose their defensive coordinator, so now you've got a new guy, first-time coordinator. There's going to be a little on-the-job training there. He's got to adjust – that's not great for them. 
I have a slight correction. Uh, he actually did have uh, a short time as a defensive coordinator for Southern Miss for a couple seasons. Okay. He is he was the youngest defensive coordinator at the time, and Southern Miss during that season was tied for fourth nationally last season with 44 sacks. So yeah, but look at the uh, that I, that was one I was talking about during during the break, I think, or mm-hmm. yeah, right before. The, uh, I, I think in defensive scoring efficiency, they were 77. At Southern Miss was. I mean, they're they're Sun Belt team. We'll see how well it works for him. I'm not too. Hopefully, not well. Yeah. yeah. Hell with that guy. And finally, at number four, a little bit of controversy in tennis as Novak Djokovic has asked to enter the U.S. despite being unvaccinated. He has asked American authorities for special permission to enter the U.S. to play tennis tournaments in California and Florida despite being unvaccinated against the coronavirus. I mean, at, th- at this point, what are we doing? Like, we've got so many unvaccinated people in this country anyway. Like, like who cares even if the Serbian if tennis players coming in? Yeah, even if you're, like, hardcore pro-vaccination, I don't know, he's, he's a healthy tennis guy. Can we not let him in and, right. and let him play tennis? Just tell him to keep to himself. I, I mean, who cares? We got, we got bigger fish to fry right yeah, now. Yeah, seems seems like there's, a little bit a, some of kind of overkill. train that may or may not still be burning and poisoning a town in Ohio, and then we've got uranium on fire 15 miles from us. I care less what what's it, Djokovic? Yeah. Our basketball team's melting down. I mean, yeah. come on, we got to Rick Barnes did not got to get Maui Ahuna yeah. eligible. Last year, he was also deported from Australia ahead of the 2022 Australian Open. Because of his vaccination status, so this is not—we uh, are not the only ones who have. Well, the difference there is Australia has got a uh, have had a lot more draconian like public policies about COVID, and they couldn't. I understood why they didn't let him in because I mean they're they've got like they've locked down for a long time down there. Hmm. They've got it really locked down. So anyhow, was that four? That was four. Thank you, Marcus. That's top four at four. We got a couple phone calls we want to knock out here this afternoon. If you want to jump in, take a shot. 865-546-8200, your number to get on board. We'll start with Nilo. Good afternoon, Nilo. Hey, Russ. Uh, this is Nilo Stitches. Uh, Nilo Sylvan? Hey, I want to hey, thank you and Bear. And, and, and I, I tell you what, Marcus, what, what a great young man he is. Uh, and, and a great asset to your uh, your your show. I really enjoy him. I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to call. I mean, I'm I'm a pure blood. I'm unvaccinated, and I'm an insurrectionist. I was uh, on the Capitol on January 6th, and obviously, we disagree on a lot of uh, political views that you all. Um, express on your show, but Wait, how do you uh, know that? We don't express any political views on, on this show. Yeah, Russ, Russ, you, you're full. You're full of uh, of, of malarkey. Like, no, what? what? Tell me, tell me what political views we disagree no, I mean, on now. I, you, you, I mean, hell, you guys had uh, these vaccine experts on. I mean, it was a total sham. But I don't want to. No, get no, hold on, hold on, stop. Who, who do we? Are you talking about Dr. Bill Maurice, head of the Mayo Clinic? Well, I mean, I, well, that's literally the only that's the only guy we talked to. He's the head of one of the most uh, well-known what, what, hospitals. What, what, what he said accurate. 
I've got friends and family dying of the vaccine. What do you have? No, you don't. What are are you talking about, man? Thank you. We we appreciate it, Nilo. But uh, you're a nut. Let's get Steven in here next. That that's your fan, Marcus. You you like that? Hold on. <laughs> that's uh, that's your support I system. I have right a lot there. of support. <laughs> that's, no, that's your guy. No, Nilo. that's your guy, Nilo. Nilo Sylvan in his bunker, wherever could, that is. Nilo's uh, a doomsday prepper, guaranteed. He's got the tinfoil hat and everything, I man. Think, I think Geraldo's a big fan of me as well. Uh, you know, we can have wow. him call him. Uh, I mean, if this is your constituency, you might want to. Take a look in the mirror and reevaluate some things, my friend. Let, let's get uh, Stephen in here next. Good afternoon, Stephen. You're on the drive. It's Fan Road Radio. What's up, fellas? Yo. Well, first of all, I agree with Nilo and you raging liberal. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, seems like Rand Carson trimmed the fat for Lent uh, today with these uh, big Titans contracts. It's- we have one domino left to fall, though, Russell, and you know who that would be? Who's that? One Mr. Ryan Tannehill. It's not going to happen. Come on, Come on man. Gonna man, they're going to run it back on offense. I really think they if, are. If that, was on, gonna, if that was going to happen, it would have happened today, right? Mm, not necessarily. I uh, they're still pondering it? They There is a, a date where I think it's after June 1st that's or something like that. I think it might be. Where now, that's, can, there's, that's like his – that's that line in the sand. Like, yeah. If if he goes past that date, they got to pay him. Like all that's. Oh, I hope. Listen, what uh, with the with the available quarterbacks that we could choose from, who makes the most sense without Brian Tannehill? If you take Tannehill off the table, who's who's out there that makes sense? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the that's the that's why market. they're not letting him go is because there's no. not a good plan b i mean they're the closest thing to one in my mind would probably be Carr, but it looks like yeah. he's he's really dying to get do we really, do we think that Derek carr is a massive I mean, upgrade do we think he's me, an upgrade did, at all over no, ryan Tannehill? no I, I think Derek carr is ryan Tannehill. i think they're the they're the same uh, level quarterback I, I would i would currently take Carr over Tannehill right now i think he's just got a better arm i really do I mean, and to speak up for Whatever. Tannehill, it, it, it's it's kind of hard to complete passes when you're always wondering if somebody has missed a block and you're getting ready to get decapitated. He we're, got he got the hell beat out of him this year. <laughs> he got the hell beat uh, out of him. Ryan Tannehill in the games he played this year was the tenth uh, rated quarterback in the NFL uh, in terms of passer passer efficiency rating. Derek Carr was twenty fifth. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I'm a big. Let's run it back one more time with, with Tannehill and King Henry. I, don't, I mean, I'm not like salivating to do that. That doesn't get me fired up. But like these people who just want to get rid of Tannehill just because they're tired of looking at him. Like, you've got to have a plan B. And if it, you do that, and like if you think Derek Carr is better, or there's somebody out there that's better that you can get then by all means, like, we can have that conversation. But, again, 10th in uh, passenger, passer efficiency. Why can't I say that right now? Uh, here are some of the quarterbacks who were ranked behind Tannehill this year. Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Daniel Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, all ranked behind Tannehill. Yeah. 
So, I mean, let's let's consider the offensive line he's playing behind, the lack of receivers he has, the fact that Derrick Henry clearly wasn't healthy this year, and you have to factor all these things in when rendering a judgment on Tannehill. Ah, Russell, it just the, the eye test. You're, the eye test. The eye you're, eye you're tired of looking at him. I get that. What is your plan? What is your plan? What is out there that's better than him? Please don't tell me Malik Willis. Please don't tell oh, me no. Josh Dobbs. No, 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 no. Please don't no, tell me. No. Let's just go to the draft and see what happens. No, no. you got to have a plan. No, I, and that's that's I the think, whole part about I it. Think, is I think Stephen. Some people are getting really impatient, but the best thing the Titans can do right now they need to have, be very methodical and kind of do a, you know not have to do a full on rebuild. This is a partial rebuild, and you don't you just you've got your needs are so big that you can't get it all in one draft and in one year. So I just want him to be very methodical and do what's best for the long-term um, health of the program. Well, it's like another uh, mediocre season the next year. I have a proposal for the Council of Elders at Fan Run Radio. Can we just stop doing volunteer reaction for the basketball season? I mean, every single time it's the same stuff. There's people who want to call for Barnes and Ted. There's people who says our offense is trash. There's people who says we don't have any heart and soul. I mean, is this keeping us from moving on to the stages of grief and mourning? Uh, you know, some would say that it actually helps them yeah. process uh, defeat and disappointment. So uh, we will submit humbly your request, Stephen, to the Council of Elders. you got to get control of those dogs, brother. They're driving me crazy. But uh, we, uh, I, I think that our record, I was thinking about this earlier today, voluntary reaction in the Twitter spaces era. Error. Maybe it is the Twitter spaces error. Um, is fantastic. Really? Because we, we started doing it at the end of basketball season last year. No, we started doing it after the Memphis game. Wasn't that before Christmas? Yeah, and, and we had a really good basketball season in terms of winning percentage. And then – we were undefeated in baseball for the longest time. I mean, we had to have won 90% of those games. Football, you go 11-2 and two this year. And then basketball, as poorly as things are going, we're what, 20-8? and eight? We only had eight bad ones. Like So, I mean, all, all told, our winning percentage has got to be above 70%. Oh, our, our, our keg of glory alcohol now, level in our bloodstream is still really high. Now, pre-Twitter pre spaces, voluntary reaction, when we were actually coming down here like a couple of idiots. Yeah. That dates back to Butch Ball. Be kind. So, <laughs> obviously, the, the record isn't as good. I, I, I don't even think it's 500. It might be because we had some good basketball teams yeah. over that span. But uh, it, it's much better in the Twitter spaces era. Yeah, you know, I had forgotten that we watched uh, that the infamous Loyola game. We had to watch it here because it was me and you doing the voluntary reaction after. I'd block that out on delay. I don't, I don't miss win. that at all. Do you? What? Just the way we do it now, you could sit and watch the games live with everybody else, and you can be yeah. on social media and stuff. You can't win all the games all the time. There's no such thing as the perfect football coach. There's no such thing as the perfect basketball coach. These are fundamental truths that 
you have to be willing to accept if you're wanting to have a positive Tennessee sports fan or any sports fan experience. The losses make the victories taste sweeter. And wasn't this football season fun? Part of the reason that it was fun was that you had had so much distress over the previous 10 years. It was a culmination of a decade-long struggle to pull yourself up by your bootstraps out of a bottomless pit of despair. And we did it. We did it. We fought like Andy Dufresne crawling through a mile of poop to his freedom. We made it out the other side and got in our convertible and went down to Mexico to wait for Red to come and run a fishing boat or something. We did it. We're on that boat. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Jason says the Twitter Spaces VR gives life to my soul and saves me money for therapy. See? I mean, that's what I was trying to say. Don't don't come in here. I mean, we, we provide a service to this fan base, Stephen, okay? We provide a service to them, buddy. What are you, you going to do? Throw hundreds of dollars at some shrink who's going to sit there in his uh, cardigan and ask you how you feel about your relationship with your mother? Or are you going to come to Bear <laughs> on voluntary reaction and let him tell you why Barnes is an idiot for not playing B.J. Edwards? You tell me. You tell me what is a more productive use of your time and money. I wanted Derek Dooley noted that I stopped saying anything about it, and then all of a sudden I've got guys like you, uh, pretty much every other radio guy in town, uh, the guys on the source on the on 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 the on the TV, what you know, that whole thing, whatever that is, and then you've got uh, everybody in town. I've been saying a whole lot about BJ. All I will keep pointing out is, I was right. He, kid should have been playing five to ten minutes, and he wouldn't be making the early season mistakes that he's making right now. I know what he did wrong last night. That guy blew past him, and it got to do a second foul. Barnes pulled him off the floor, chewed him out, and he was he wasn't to be seen again for the rest of the night. Just, just wait till I start my own Titans VR, and we can uh, we can talk about all the changes that need Hi, to be made. Everybody, uh, this is Marcus Titans. Young. Titans lost again this afternoon. Their below uh, average quarterback is uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill. If uh, they had only listened to me, we could have had Star Child. Star Child yeah, quarterback <laughs> be tripping balls behind center and be so much better than what we have to watch right now. We'd at least be winning games. Quick timeout. The drive continues. It's Fan Run Radio. Stay with us. Back here on The Drive, Fan Run Radio, 105.7 FM, 1340 AM, streaming online at fanrunradio.com and your free Fan Run app. A variety of ways for you to experience the program this afternoon. And we are taking your phone calls today, 865-546-8200, Tennessee basketball in crisis. Tennessee baseball getting set to get fired up over at Lindsey Nelson. Hopefully uh, we're getting that thing right. Tony Vitello undefeated without the beard. He looks he looks so different. It's going to take some getting used to like I finally saw a close up, yeah. and you can still tell it's 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 TV underneath. He there. looks like Dolander's older brother. I saw somebody said that. Really, it's 
so true. Should we tell him that? Dolander's dad. Next time, we, he'll probably, think what, next week, hopefully we'll uh, get Coach back on with so, us. So, uh, Dan Harrelson posted a really good picture of it last night, and the uh, female contingent of respondents were not unanimously, but we'll say overwhelmingly again it. Yeah, I can see that. Good thing, ladies. Facial hair grows back quick. Yeah. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Big Josh is next. What's up, Big Josh? Hey, what's going on, man? Big Josh, you're sounding rough. Are you on a Bluetooth device right now? No, man, I'm on this cell phone. I'm in these mountains. Okay, I, uh, it sounds okay. Go ahead. Yeah, go go ahead. I uh, I, I don't know about Barnes, Ross. I mean, I don't want to fire the guy, but I mean, uh, you know, I love Hopple just because uh, it's exciting brand of, of football. He scored a lot of points. I mean, uh, I like Barnes because he wins, but you know, when you're not winning, I mean, it's almost unwatchable, man. I mean, here we can't score. Kind of like me in high school, Big Josh can't score. <laughs> it's brutal. Oh, well, kind of, not really. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Josh is the big man on campus. Hey, um, here's the thing: I'm not, I don't watch a ton of college basketball, so I can't say with a great deal of certainty what other teams are doing. I tend to agree with you. It's not very exciting. It's not as exciting as it was back in the early days of the Pearl era, Big Josh. But who's playing an exciting brand? Maybe Nate Oates, maybe Eric Musselman. Like Those are the only two, really, I could think of where I watch them and say they play a demonstrably more exciting brand of basketball than Tennessee. But you know, over the past five years, are, are they winning as much as Barnes? I don't know. It seemed pretty even to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to fire him or anything. Sure. But, I mean, can we not get somebody that can shoot the damn basketball? I, I don't get it. I mean, it, does everything have to be about defense? Why does it five points uh, on the foul? I mean, score. You got to score. You know? I, I don't know. Hey, speaking of Nate Oates, uh, when's somebody going to ask Greg Sankey? I, I mean, I know he can get involved with uh, Juwan Jennings stomping on some Vandy guy's head, but... Uh, is capital murder not a damn problem in Tuscaloosa, Alabama? I mean, what's going on down there? I don't know, but they've got a firestorm on their hands right now, and I see there's a big column right now that is going viral on the internets uh, published by, I guess this guy's name is Joseph Goodman. He's a columnist for AL.com, and uh, he basically says that Brandon Miller and the, the other kid, Jaden Bradley, should not be playing right now and you know you've got the Alabama fans or you know they're circling the wagons for their super successful basketball coach and, and great player but this is not just a Tennessee fan I see a lot of national talking heads types the Gary Parishes Greg Doyles of the world um, being very critical of the way Alabama has handled this yeah I mean it's not just he had a gun it's weight Russ. I mean I know uh, we're, we're a little crazy around here but I mean, a, a girl, a lady got murdered, man. You had three players. Five year old son, and uh, they yeah. act like it's uh, wrong place, wrong time. The guy blocked the car in, and 
brought him the gun. I mean, three players, three players present at the scene of a murder. As you said, a young woman was murdered. You had three players there. One guy pulled the trigger. Another guy brought the gun. His car was all shot up, bullet holes in his windshield. I mean, you can't tell me wrong place at the wrong time. Wrong place is the wrong yeah, time. Is, yeah, I'm walking down. Well, that's a good question, too. Well, I don't know, man. All I know is I'm going to here you go. Hey, Big Josh, you're breaking. Yeah, thank you, man. We appreciate you. Big Josh, you're good. Held, held on, held the signal together long enough to get the gist of his call out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bad. I, I hadn't seen this. Greg, have you seen Greg McElroy's no. statement? What's he say? Uh, you're the fourth highest paid person in the state. He's talking about Nate Oates here. Choose your words carefully and understand your words carry weight. Uh, Nate Oates embarrassed himself yesterday. Wow, Greg, Greg McElroy has really taken to this talk radio thing well, hasn't he? He knows how to kind of one let of the chopper any, spray. Any, yeah. Uh, called, basically said his comments were despicable and embarrassing for the university. I mean, you are, you think we're going to see Brandon Mill? I mean, how do you under? I mean, like, how bad is it going to get? I mean, they got to they got to go down to that same place. I mean, they they have to go to College Station last game of the year. Or is that in Tuscaloosa? That's in College Station. Are they? Yeah. Are, it how feels like they're that's just going to be. It feels like they're just in weather the storm mode, <coughs> and they feel like a, they play a couple of games. This will kind of fade away, go to the back burner. I don't think it will. I don't think this is a story that media is just going to let go. They kind of let it go on the shooting before we knew Brandon Miller was involved because the players kicked off the team. He's in jail. I mean, the it's it's done. Terrible tragedy, but it was it's, – It's been – yeah, I mean, like, what more can Nate Oates do? The guy's going to prison. Like, he's – it sounds like they've got him dead to rights. But there's – so much more to the story and I just don't know I mean Nate Oates said that they knew this the whole they knew the whole thing from the beginning yeah why wouldn't you why wouldn't you try to get out in front of it you know that's going to come out there's no world where you get through the entire season without the that detail coming out of it why wouldn't you try even if you're going to spin it even if you're going to try and package it as but he didn't know what was going to happen, and he wasn't involved, and he wouldn't have done it if he had known. Even if you're going to go that route, why wouldn't you just try and put that out there ahead of time and take the hit? Because now it's, now it's out there, and everything that was going to happen is, is happening. Plus, it looks like you're engaged in a cover-up, man. It looks like you were trying to keep that quiet. And how in the world do you think you were going to be able to keep that quiet? That's beyond stupid. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it, it – and when it all came crashing down was the first time uh, I think it was a deputy um, was sworn, put under oath and and gave testimony about the events of that evening, and he immediately just read through it. You're not you're not going to keep that from coming out in, no. in open court in, no a, way. in a capital murder case. 
And he, he shouldn't have – apparently Trey looked it up. I, I haven't seen if Trey wrote an article around it or what. Uh, I heard Cody mention it that Trey found like five flagrant violations of the Alabama student conduct policy and code. Uh, Brandon Miller's attorney has just released a lengthy statement clarifying his presence at the shooting on January 15th. I do not have time to, to read through all this right now, so we'll – We'll look at that and uh, have more on that as, if, we, if, we, if there's anything new in here. But uh, you can imagine what his attorney is going to say. I don't, I don't think his attorney is going to do anything to hmm. cast him in a negative light. Let's get Phil in here next. Phil, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Morning, sorry, What's up, Philly? How are you? And I'm buying the Marcus Young now. Doing well. Uh, Chloe Levering in studio with us this afternoon. Okay, doing a bang-up job on the pro- a podcast. Well, it's nice. Marcus is uh, getting uh, some nairoide there. I kind of enjoyed that, you know. How does it feel to no longer be a uh, low person on the totem pole, Marcus? It's nice. I, apparently, it causes certain people to become fans of mine. Does it bother you that Bear is so much nicer to Chloe than he was to you? He's uh, he's nice to Benny Slots, like, too. It's like a reverse sexism t- kind of thing. He's uh, he's not he, nice to Benny Slots. He's nicer, he's, nicer no. than he is to me. Well, they bonded over I mean, that. That's not saying much. They bonded over that one singer together, singing the that ballad. Bacharach. Yeah. Uh, Benny Slots cool. Bear, Bert, big Burt fans. Well, I mean, I've also known her since she was like in a stroller. We don't know that's you. Don't cool. know me that long. That's pretty cool. They talk about Marcus in there, and then start talking about Ryan Tannehill, how great he is. That's even more funny. Nobody's saying how great he is. Just saying that's. Great quarterbacks don't grow on trees. You've got an okay one. Why would you why would you go back into uncertainty, man? Titans fans like <laughs> crack me up, man. Because they have no long term memory. Mm-mm. They don't remember what it was like before you got Tannehill, where you went through like a twelve year period of like just rotating quarterbacks. quarterbacks and they were all terrible. They were horrible. Only guns I remember is McNair, and I remember back in the day when uh, Warren Moon was the quarterback, and when they were the Oilers. Uh, that's probably two best in their organization. Oh, Can't no doubt. Him, but Dan Pastorini was a good quarterback way back Dan in the day. Dan the man. I remember him. Yeah, I do. He's the first uh, quarterback to wear the full flak jacket. You know, the, all those pads they wear around the ribs now, Russell. Rookie Vince Young was very good, and then he discovered the Cheesecake Factory, and it was all downhill from there. Hmm. Well, it's kind of like Tennessee basketball team. They got must be going to the cheese factory. They're so soft that your guests pretty much surmise their problem over there. Rick Barnes is, rec- is recruited a bunch of softies, and uh, we don't have no alpha males on that basketball team. I mean, you did back when you had Grant and Admiral and Lamonte Turner. They were alpha dogs. Well, they even don't have an alpha dog on their roster. Even last year, Kennedy Chandler, he might not have been a, a very vocal leader. I mean, he was a killer. But he, he was so good, so uh, obviously physically talented that I think guys properly deferred to him as the season went along. And they kind of knew. It's like, okay, we've got this guy can bail us out if it gets late in a ball game, late in a shot clock, something like that. And They just don't have that right now, Phil. No, it don't. The closest thing is, is uh, Toby Awaka. He'll be an alpha male before it's over. Uh, uh, he just knocks the hell out of people. That's what I like about him. And uh, if they had played BJ as much as, as Toby Awaka, we wouldn't be worrying about BJ making mistakes right now. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's my only that, – that's it for me. I just wish that they had played him all year and he wouldn't be – because yep. he made a dumb mistake last night and it, it led directly to Adu getting picking up that second quick foul. Yeah, but how many times did Ziggler uh, – he blow by Ziggler and blow by uh, uh, Key last night. I no, mean, I mean, it, it happens. I don't – you know. It happens every, uh, five or six times last night. And did Rick Barnes put him on the bench for that? Nope. Guys, uh, let's talk a little bit about Bammer Jammer before I get off here. Uh, it's funny, Brandon Miller brought the gun, and he was in a car that blocked the car of the victim. How in the hell are you not getting some kind of uh, punishment for this crap? Roll damn tide. I don't know. Did Nick Saban show up? I, I I honestly don't know. It, it it's baffling, and I mean, at an institutional level, like I'm not even talking about Nate Oates. Like, did I'm just I'm dumbfounded that a college administration would go down this road. Well, and I've seen several attorney types weigh in on on social media, basically saying how they've seen clients get charged for much less than what Brandon Miller has allegedly done in this case. What what most people around him will concede that he did bring the gun to him. I mean, that's a I fact. I don't think that's in dispute. Yeah. Yeah, and his car blocked the car to keep the victim's car from leaving. So, well, I mean, if, if the police really believe that, then they, they, they're going to have to charge him with accessory to capital murder. And there's a videotape from Brandon Miller's car. Is that going to be released to folks to see? Yeah, I was wondering about that myself. I would imagine that those materials will come out eventually. And that'll be a big story, too. I mean, here's the thing. They think they can sweep this under the rug and just wait it out like they waited out the, you know, the previous couple of weeks after the story broke, first of all. But, you know, maybe it fades and it's not given as much attention. I, I don't think so, but... When those videos come out, it's going to flare up again. And are, are we going to see video of a shootout in public, in a, on a public street in Alabama with uh, heavy traffic at night in a nightclub district? And you've got a shootout between two cars with these basketball players involved. You, how is that going to make Nate Oates' basketball program look at? I mean, oh, when if, you see that kid you know, basically doing a big U-shape around the front of that car, just unloading a handgun into it? If you've got a son that's a basketball talent that Nate Oates is recruiting right now, you want to send your kid to be a part of a program like this? Well, some kids probably like it, though. That's that's what's, how bad our society is right now. I mean, I hate to say it, but... Uh, no parent, is, no, no, uh, no it, parent's going to want their kids... Anywhere near that. Well, some of them don't have good parenting, Brian uh, Bear. I mean, good Lord. I mean, it's, uh, oh, God, Alabama. Makes T- the T-Town police look, look, uh, makes Knoxville KPD look great, don't it? Well, I, if this is a KPD, I, honest to God, think all three members of the Alabama basketball team would have been arrested and probably all three indicted by this time. They've never had any bones about, man, we've got a foot. I mean, it's nothing, it's not even close to the same thing as this, but we do have a football player that's currently under felony indictment for assault and battery. 
Or right now? Yeah. They charged him. KPD had charged. They'd charge all this stuff. This but he was cool. suspended and missed at least one, if not two games. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's uh, and it was a fight. You're talking about Jalen McCullough. There, there's a fight. The guy had broken into it. It's completely different. No, I, I know. But we all know that if this were – if this had happened at Tennessee, anybody involved with it would have been indefinitely suspended. I think yeah. so. And a violent felony, and- they wouldn't have been allowed on campus. And I don't and think if Nate Ten- Oates yeah. was coaching in Tennessee, and this went on here. Nate Oates would be fired right now, just like Buck Pearl. See, it's the first time that he's ever in the history of his calls ever admitted that Bruce had any kind of culpability in his firing. I'd like to go back and see if I can make a quick statement. This better not have anything to do with Ryan Tannehill, Marcus. Not specifically. Quick timeout. The drive continues. 865-546-8200, your number to get on board. We're back with more right after this. All right, Marcus. What do you what do you what point do you want to make? About the Titans quarterback situation that that I don't see. I'll say it more calmly than I did during the break. That's what I need, a more calm Marcus Young. I, I've I, often said you're too fiery and, uh, and, and emotional on the program. If yeah. you would just calm down a little bit, Marcus. You brought up the point of the memory of the quarterbacks we've had before. I remember them. In the same way, I also remember the wide receivers that we've had before the best receiver Tennessee ever had, period. And yet we were willing to ship him off. What does freely. this have to do with releasing Ryan Tannehill? That's it what has we're talking about. We're, the point that you made is that people are forgetting that we have an average quarterback now. We have an okay quarterback now. But remember when we had terrible quarterbacks before? Yeah. Let's keep him and hang on and see what happens. It's quarterback this, and wide receiver, t- totally different positions. Are, are we really entertaining it, his his AJ Brown obsession again? It's not an obsession. It's, again. it's not an obsession. Nobody even disagrees with you, dude. It, yeah, it's I mean, the it, point that we're just not going to tell you right. Tannehill moving on from that position is key to any team to have a, a, to have a quarterback to be successful in the NFL. You need to have. A guy who is above average. He is not above average. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. Look at Tom Brady when he was with the Patriots, and they had just a pedestrian crew of wide receivers just about every year out there. I mean, or the the Chiefs. Uh, name me the, the Chiefs receivers. Don't tell me Kelsey. Name me their receivers. Name me the 49ers receivers this year. For, for the 49ers, they had Ayuk. They had Juwan Jennings. They had... Uh, what's his name? The and, number nineteen. And who did they lose to? The Eagles, who had star wide receivers and a star quarterback who was up for the MVP. You, if you don't have, you can have good receivers without a, a quarterback. You, you got to have a quarterback, man. You can't compare That's what QB one to wide receiver one. You want to just cast Tannehill aside without a plan B. That's that's beyond. That's not even done. That's that's ignorant. I'll say this quickly because I know we have callers. But when you have a average to below average quarterback, you need star players to elevate his play. 
we don't have, have an average to when, below average we quarterback. Do. Yes, we do. When we have when you have an elite ranked quarterback in the NFL, Russ. No, it wasn't ranked tenth. First of all, he played twelve sounds games. Like, sounds like top third of the league. I to me. can pull up stats for the quarterbacks who played better than he did. did Getting a little heated, Marcus. I'm because it's 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 maddening to say that when you had Peyton Manning after Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. Can you name me one receiver that was worth anything after those two left? And guess what? They were still able to succeed without those star wide receivers. When you have an average to blow, uh, blow average quarterback like Tannehill, you need star power receivers around him, and you don't have that. You don't need great receivers if you have an above average to elite quarterback play because they can be managed so- properly. We don't. We have neither. We don't have elite star neither talent. Neither one of us is arguing with you, though, about it. Yeah. But, just, but standing pat and just being okay with what we have just seems maddening to me. We're not standing pat. Nobody's denying that you need to have an exit strategy and something uh, of, you know, what's your next move. But that's why you don't just get rid it's of – It's a very complex – I mean, it's, it's about as complex a, a thing as you have to manage – with the salary cap and your roster and all this, and you can't go in their hands. They might, hand. they might release Tannehill, but uh, you know, you you just, just be careful. This very, you know, what this is similar to pushing Barnes out the door. Yeah, it's very similar, man. Good. Yeah, he'll I mean, get you right there. Yes, you can do better. Yes, you can absolutely yeah. do better than Rick Barnes. You can absolutely do better than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, but it ain't chances for, it ain't of doing for it aren't. Yeah, no. $36.6 million cap hit doesn't feel like a 13-touchdown performance if, if, to me. If, if you've ended totally? Not completely, but we need callers in, so well, can you, I turn to them. Well, can you can you renegotiate with him? I mean, I, I don't think you're going to take a $36 million hit. I, I no. think there's some – I mean, that's his cap hit right now unless they change it. I think there's wiggle room. I, I would be surprised if they just take that. I mean, it they're doesn't ask seem him. like there's been a huge market for him in the trade market. We heard some rumblings about maybe the Jets – being interested, but it's not like people are, are beating down the door to sign him. Maybe if you cut him, he'd go sign somewhere else for a little bit more. But again, I mean, there's moving pieces to this, and if it, the it's like Steven said, he he's just tired of looking at him. I, I get it. Like I I get that. If that's your argument, I get that. But man, just be careful what you wish for. Yeah. And we got Vince Young. We might as well go ahead and trade Steve McNair and, and, and turn it over to VY. How'd that work out for you? Not good. How'd it work out for you after VY? How'd it work for, out for you after the guy after VY? How'd it work out for you after the guy after the guy after the guy? Like, Not good, Bob. You, you, see, you're just looking at it as like, oh, we bring in a guy and it's a one-year thing, maybe a two-year. You don't know that, man. It could turn into a 10-year, like, you can ruin your franchise. I'm making the wrong move. Let's get Martin in here. Martin, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Russell. What's up? Russell, I need to know if you can help me out. All right, maybe. For my Dodgers, I need to know what positions Alec Reyes plays and Shelby Miller. Alec Reyes and Shelby Miller. Um, yes. not seeing anything on Reyes. I might be misspelling it. It's R-E-Y-E-S. Nothing's coming up immediately. Shelby Miller is a relief pitcher. Yes. 
Looks and like that Jason Hayward might get some playing time in center field with the Dodgers. Oh my lord, Jason Hayward is still playing? Yes. He's got to be like 40 years old. But they're wondering who's going to be the Dodgers starting center fielder. They said he might get some playing time. Alex Rios is also a relief pitcher. Yes, and and let me find his name here. You take your time, David. Mark. For for a fella, is an outfielder, and he's looking for playing time in center field for the Dodgers. All right. Well, that's uh, all I got for you, Russ. That's what I want to know about them two players, buddy. The, the, well, uh, Marcus Young got you. He's got you. I was about worthless. I apologize for that, Martin. Marcus knows what's going on, don't he? He does. That's why we keep him around, even though his uh, Titans takes are utterly ridiculous. And breaking news, too. You're breaking news. What's that? You had not had any breaking news in a while. Uh, we broke the story about Tony Vitello shaving his beard yesterday. I feel like that was pretty big. Yeah, that's pretty big. <laughs> I give you credit for that. Thank you, Martin. You're the first person to do so. Thank you. That's why we love you. All right. Appreciate you, Russell. Appreciate you, buddy. This is a thankless job sometimes. I mean, we bring you the hard-hitting information. Nobody else will. I think a lot of our callers could take a take a page out of Martin's book in their calls. I don't want to encourage asking about random baseball No, not prospects. that. Just the overall. Just that, was, the, that was a little. Uh, po- positivity and politeness. The two yeah. P's. Civility. Yeah, That's what they say. Like we're, Civil we're, discourse. We're missing civility. Like yes. in, in Washington, we're missing civility. Uh, in sports missing radio, we're civility missing civility. in our everyday lives. We're civility. Yeah, everybody, yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah. Be nice. Respectful. Courteous. Polite. Yeah. Eight, Marcus kind of toned down. He was got a little hot under the collar yeah, there. His, his, his a little uncomfortable. Tone mm. is a little yeah. out of line. A little out of order yourself. Nope. You insulted you, him a little bit. You're a little out of order yourself. You were, Marcus. Just going to point you out. Were. Just going to point out. Robert Woods is happy to be free from the Titans. I saw that. Yeah. Huh. Weird. I I, I tell you, I'm not I'm not terribly disappointed to see him go. I'm not either. Barry, you I've argued with you on whether he was worth cutting or not. This is not this is I feel like I'm losing my mind. My takes my takes are bad. Marcus is huffy. Oh. He's huffy oh. right now. Oh. Oh. I'm losing my mind, Russell. Baseball's up one nothing as they play the second inning at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. We will uh, keep you up to date. We will keep you up to date on that as we move through the festivities this afternoon. The phone lines are popping. We'll go open lines the rest of the way. If you want to jump in, take a shot now. 865-546-8200. Hour number three of the drive coming up next on many of these fine fan-run affiliates. Back with more right after this.